Joe Cadwell, the host of the show, and today I'll be talking with National Account Manager for Milwaukee Tools, Justin Ross. Milwaukee Tools has been a leader in the construction industry since 1924, and they continue to develop innovative solutions that deliver increased productivity and unparalleled durability for building trades professionals. We'll open our conversation by discussing the history of the company, starting with their iconic Sawzall, and later we'll learn how Milwaukee has grown over the last century to become the largest supplier of cordless tools in North America. Next, we'll discuss how Milwaukee's early adoption and investment in the lithium-ion battery platform spurred a revolution in cordless power tools, and why these advances not only increase productivity and safety on the job, but they're good for the environment too. Majors will explain the research and development process of designing new products to meet industry demands and how Milwaukee's in-house engineers work collaboratively with building trades professionals to find solutions for typical job site pain points. And we'll wrap up our conversation by learning about Milwaukee's unmatched commitment to the future of construction with their generous support of building trades apprenticeship programs. To learn more about Milwaukee Tools, be sure to check out the show notes for this episode or visit the Grit Nation Podcast website at gritnationpodcast.com. And now on to the show. Justin Ross, welcome to Grit Nation. Hey, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Justin, for taking your time to be on the show today. I'm really excited to be talking with you and learning more about Milwaukee Tools. I understand you're the National Account Manager for Milwaukee Tools. And uh, how did you get into that position, Justin? Oh, I've been in the industry about uh, over 25 years now. Graduated college, got into <coughs> distribution for uh, actually plumbing, and then uh, found my way to the tool business. And I've been it ever since. And uh been with Milwaukee going on like around three years right about now, um, and it's just been been pretty amazing. The company itself is just outstanding to work for. Like it's a great place. Uh, the people, the culture, the uh, the tools, everything about it just makes it outstanding. Yeah, I know Milwaukee tools are definitely an industry standard. They're highly coveted by our carpenter apprentices here at uh, PNCI, the Pacific Northwest Carpenters Institute in Portland, uh, Oregon, and across the nation. Obviously, how long's Milwaukee been in the tool? business that's uh actually uh, we're coming up on a uh, hundred year anniversary 1924 and then milwaukee first got into the business but uh started out way back when with the uh the sawzall i think you're familiar with that phrase that's a milwaukee sawzall and that was kind of our into the market sawzalls uh hole shooters drills um and then just from there it just kept expanding to what we are right now and and you definitely have a uh plethora of tools out there. I'm sure we're going to get into those in a little bit, but the origins of the company, are they from Milwaukee? Kind of a very basic question there. Milwaukee tool start. Yes, sir. Actually headquartered here still in Brookfield, Wisconsin. Um, we do have operations all over, you know, from a company standpoint, we're expanding our footprint. Uh, we're growing like they're like throwing tomorrow. So basically right now, at the end of the day, we're running out of space to house all these engineers we're hiring to help develop the next latest and greatest in tools. And so we've expanded our footprint quite a bit. So our headquarters is still based in Brookfield, Wisconsin, which Milwaukee has always been. Um, we've expanded downtown Milwaukee uh, to move some of our, our, our team down there. And we're looking to actually house them out in uh, more out in Brookfield as well. We just, we just can't stop growing. I mean, at the end of the day, like we just need the space to, to house all these people to, to design these tools. 
And so going back to the origins of the company, uh, the Sawzall, you say, was sort of their first tool that they they designed. And, and who came up with that? I, I wish I knew that guy. That name, the Sawzall, I mean, right now, uh, other companies got to call there's a recip saw. But when you say Sawzall, you know, they're talking about a Milwaukee Sawzall. That's just the brand. It's the image. Um, and that's one of our, our, our crowning moments right there is that launch of that. And then just expanding into what we are nowadays with the cordless market, like the innovation behind all the cordless tools we're launching nowadays. At Milwaukee, we really don't um, launch any tools that work on a cord. Um, Our focus is cordless. You know, the main thing for us right now is that you're seeing a lot of customers are adapting to a cordless platform. And the reason being is that it's just it's a safer platform as well because you're not having cords, trip hazards, you know, things on sites, emissions. Um, That's the big thing with our launch of the MX product line, which is our equipment line. Um, we're going after emissions. So before we were focusing on getting cords off a job site, now we're kind of transitioning over to working at gas. Anything with a combustion engine right now, we're trying to get that off the site because at the end of the day, you know, combustion engines, emissions on a job site are not uh, great for the workers. So we're looking for ways to help to make these sites uh, safer and more productive. Oh, that sounds great. And I imagine a lot of this uh, transition to the handheld cordless tools, a lot of that revolves around advances in battery technology. And, you know, in, in layman's terms, what are some of those uh, more significant strides that have been made in, in cordless tools over the last few years? Well, if you look back to about 2010, that's when the industry saw a shift. Um, where NICAD, and I, and I grew up, I was a carpenter. Um, I, I spent my summers working through college framing in houses and we had a little little cordless NICAD batteries that was that was cutting edge in about 2010 um Milwaukee was the first to market with a product called lithium ion which is now everywhere but at the time it was it was new to the market you know nobody heard of it and um the kind of unsure and Milwaukee went full bore all chips in on on that product and built a platform off that um lithium ion and uh, we surpassed everybody else and started gaining market share because of the amount of tools we're launching um, and that platform, so from a lithium-ion standpoint, we have three different platforms. We have the 12-volt M12, the M18, and the MX. You know, the MX is our new line just talked about that's, that's focused on the gas, you know, combustion engines, so to speak, so emissions. But um, those lines, I mean, we have two, over 200 tools, I believe, in both 12-volt uh, as well as 18-volt. So we find, you know, what makes sense? What platform can that tool operate on and be efficient and, and, and complete the project, at, the task at hand? And from there, we kind of we, we build the tool around the on the batteries. So the batteries, <laughs> all interchangeable. Um, our eighteen volt platform, you could take a battery for, or a tool from ten years ago when we first launched lithium ion. An eighteen volt battery is going to slide right on there and work for it. That's amazing. And so uh, taking the volts, the volts basically drive the power. So for someone who's in the building trades, they're looking obviously at going with the eighteen volt. Maybe a homeowner would be more in the the twelve to eighteen category, depending on what type of work they're doing. Well, you'd be you'd be actually surprised that the twelve volt is actually um, done very well as service. Um, and myself personally, around my house, you're right. Twelve volt is all I have. It's all I need. I do have the eighteen volt because I have the luxury of working for a phenomenal company that allows me to have those tools. But at the end of the day, um, for example, a twelve volt um, impact wrench has got um, I can't remember the over the foot pounds of two hundred fifty three hundred foot pounds on a twelve volt. Um, so driving lags like me, and my wife just moved um, last October, and when I started hanging. Um, the lag bolts for the the TVs around the house. I could use that little twelve volt to drive those lags, and it was it was performing outperforming what I thought it would do. So it's kind of amazing how you get that compact power. It's a little little tool, but at the end of the day, it, it's all about you know it's just the task at hand. And uh, eighteen volt is definitely more geared towards the construction trades, the users. I mean, 
they're looking for longer runtime because anybody knows in the trades right now, time is money. And so a guy switching out batteries, you know, throughout the day, it's, it's time, it's money. Getting off the lift, going to the charger, grabbing a new battery, going back up on the lift. Um, our goal right now, and that's why we have a platform of batteries that go from a, a 2 amp hour up to a 12 amp hour. Um, and that's just a bigger gas tank, longer runtime for the tool, for the for the battery. Uh, that doesn't, it, and it also helps to improve the performance of the actual tool. Full disclosure for anyone who's listening right now: I personally am a huge fan of the Milwaukee Tool line. Uh, I saw the innovation and the advances in technology uh, some years ago. I actually won a contest, Justin, that got me the uh, M18 charging station and radio. Oh, and nice. uh, at that point, it was just game on. I won this this awesome. I think it was two hundred and fifty dollar radio and charging station. I, I look back talking about the cordless uh, tools, and yeah, I have a. Uh, I think it was the seventy fifth edition of that Milwaukee Sawzall. It was a special yeah. box and uh, yes, chrome sir. outline on it. And, I, and, and it's still in my shed and that thing's still kicking butt. So I'm a big fan. Uh, with that said, I don't know much about the uh, the MX uh, fuel system. I know the 12s and the 18s. What can you tell us about the, the MX? So the MX we launched two years ago. Um, and then at the time we launched, I think it was eight different tools. Uh, there's a tower light. There's a 14-inch a, a concrete saw. Um, drum machine for a sewer, the uh, power pack. So like basically to go up against like a little Honda 2000 watt generator. Um, as well as now we've extended that line and we've actually expanded even more. So we've launched a backpack Vibrascrete. And I've seen the product road and I got to tell you that uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, it's certain thing. And I did concrete as well. So when I was doing houses, I also did concrete for two years. And so I remember a lot of these tools we're using that had to be gas operated. We're sitting there doing a pour in the basement and then also the engine dies. And you're sitting there trying to get the things back started up and it doesn't work. Uh, the nice thing about this platform with the MX, um, we have the runtime to do these things. And it's commercial grade. This is not just for residential, for guys pouring basements, for guys pouring driveways. This is this has been for larger pours. It can keep up. Um, the, the, the issue is not a um, power standpoint. It's uh, just a cycling through. So the battery will hold up for a lot of the pores, bigger pores, but they have the option to switch out the batteries. But there's no downtime. There's no gas, you know, run out of gas, find the gas can, filling it back up, having gas spill over the place. It's it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty amazing process. And the byproduct, the combustion engine, you were talking about having a gas generator, you know, Fumes. certain limitations there. Now you're running extension cords if you're going to keep those uh, generators outside the building. And it definitely uh, complicates things. And someone comes along and unplugs a, a machine or it runs out of gas, like you say. So huge innovations. And we also look for safety. So we launched a core drill to go along with this. And core drill... As anyone knows on a job site, it's probably the most dangerous tool out there. Um, guys have been flipped off ladders, thrown into the walls. Um, ours has a clutch built into it, so you can take one finger, pull the trigger. It's the best uh, world of concrete this last year. We got everybody's attention by walking by, and all you do is pull the trigger and see the thing flip and go back to its resting place. It would clutch out because it didn't have control. And uh, a safety feature like that. And then the breaker um, shocks under the breaker as well. So we launched a cordless breaker um, so you don't have to worry about you know running cords and our hydraulics. And the breaker's got shocks built in. So the whole entire unit is actually the vibration is the biggest thing with, with the knuckles. Like when I was doing concrete, you know, we'd rotate guys through who could do the breaker for how long before your hands would just be tingling. Sure. And w- with these shocks, it kind of absorbs that. So it takes away all that vibration. So uh, that's a big change in the industry right now is looking for ways to make these things safer and more productive for the user. And who's helping you do this? Where do you get your your feedback in order to encourage your engineers to consider these design concepts? 
Well, we rely heavily on our partners. Um, and what I mean by a partner is somebody who's, who's working with us buying our tools. We go to them and that's where we get our inspiration from. It's, we have probably, uh, I've been in this industry, like I said, 20 plus years and I've never seen, um, the kind of, uh, brain power. We have some of the smartest guys I've seen working on these things. We're looking for the next best thing. I mean, that things that I would never thought would be cordless. I've seen ideas, drops. Like, this is what's going to happen. Um, and the team that they work on that. But what they do is they take a concept, take an idea. They go out to a customer and say, what are your pain points? What are your pain points on this project? You know, what do you have here that's cordless or hydraulic that you want to see operate in cordless? And they and they give us the feedback. And from there, we go back to the drawing board. We go back inside and we try to um, create that product and we, we design it. Um, we have rapid prototyping up in Brookville. We can actually uh, turn out a tool. Um, a, a mock-up in a day. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive. And but from there, we build it around that, and then we do the research to make sure it makes sense. And and what are, what are the pain points? Are or we can go after some stuff that's already out there? Like, what are your pain points with this unit you have right now currently? What can we do to make it better? We find ways to improve upon that. I mean, you anybody can do a me too product, um, but one of the things at Milwaukee is we're the industry leader when it comes to these things. We're always looking ways to innovate and disrupt. Um, that's one of the best things about this company is we're not looking ways to just innovate there, but we're also looking to disrupt. We want people going, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they came out with that. And and that's reaction we're going for. We launched some of these tools. Like, you know, I, I've seen some of these things, and I'm like, no way. Can't do it. And it, it happens. And like I said, it's it's. I've been doing this for a long time. Not only have I used these tools, but I've, I've, I've sold them for quite a while. It, it blows me away. This episode of Grit Nation is proudly supported by the Carpenters Local 271, based in Eugene, Oregon. Thanks to their generosity, the hardworking men and women of the Local 271 can now sport an official I've Got Grit high-visibility t-shirt. This U.S.-made garment is produced by ImagePoint of Waterloo, Iowa, and features the American flag and the newly designed Grit Nation logo. I have to say it looks really sharp, and I'm pleased as punch to have their support. If your local, business, or organization is interested in collaborating with Grit Nation, the Building Trades podcast, I'd be happy to hear from you. Grit Nation is proud to support those who support the blue-collar trades people of America and Canada. And now back to the show. Yeah, that is fantastic that you can solicit input from the professionals in the field, the building trades professionals. You can turn it to your engineers. You have an R&D. You can put these prototypes out. You can test them and then, I assume, get feedback on your testing and then put in full-scale production uh, once everything's been vetted out. So that is yeah. that is uh, that is pretty fantastic. So advances in, in battery, advances in just sort of the, the, the concept of how we develop tools and uh, really, again, soliciting input from the from the industry professionals to help you get to where you uh, are as really, I, I think, driven home for me, especially as someone who's in education. I work at the Pacific Northwest Carpenters Institute, a regional training center for the United Brotherhood of Carpenters and Joiners of America, the UBC. We've been an organization for over 140 years, bettering the lives of our members, but we are the Carpenters Union. And it wasn't that long ago that we received a very generous donation from Milwaukee Tools in support our program to help put Milwaukee Tools in the hands of our carpenter apprentices. And why this embrace of, of the apprenticeships, the building trade apprenticeships from Milwaukee Tools? Well, at the end of the day, it all starts with the apprentice. That's who's learning to use these tools. And our, our goal right now is to get in front of them, partner with these guys, and, and to make sure that they know what's out there, the latest and greatest. Um, but they also, I mean, full disclosure, that the fact they're going to train on a tool, they're going to realize that, you know, to see the advantages of what a Milwaukee tool can do for them. And that's what they're going to gravitate towards when they go out in the field. 
Um, but we're very strong supporters of all, and it's not just with the UBC. We cover all the different trades. Our uh, very, very strong presence in all the different training centers, and because we realize that's the future. That's where you know the future. Like now, with a, a lot of things that I do, I'm actually part of some stuff where you know education. Like we're trying to get the younger generation to come into the trades right now. That is probably one of the biggest things we face as a challenge. Is that how do you convince a kid like, hey, you don't need to go to, to college for four years? And, and I've had this discussion with a few of my nephews' friends that don't. You know, they're in limbo. They don't want to know if they want to go to college. I'm like, guys, the trades is where it at, but you have to get into a trade. You know, you got to go to the trade. You got to become an apprentice. You got to get involved. And in long term, it's it's a great it's a great career. But the problem right now is we're finding these guys that want to want to go to because in the, these schools are teaching them. And, no, you got to go off to a four year degree. No, you don't have to. You know, the trades, you can have a great career in trades. You really can. Absolutely. And, and that is, if you've listened to the show before, for those who are listening to the show now, uh, you're aware that, you know, a big part of uh, Grit Nation, the Building Trades podcast, is to shine a positive light on lucrative careers in the building trades, where you don't have to commit yourself to a four-year-long program of college or university, end up, you know, $60,000, $120,000 or more behind the eight ball before you even work your first day on the job. These construction apprenticeships, uh, you walk away debt-free, you earn as you learn, and you walk away mm-hmm. With a, a skill set that can't be rendered obsolete overnight, can't be outsourced to a uh, another nation where they're just going to do the work for pennies on the dollar. The work that is being done here in the U.S. and Canada is done by skilled labor and people that can, you know, put those tools like Milwaukee is uh, developing into the hands of skilled professionals can definitely contribute to the infrastructural and generational wealth of the nation. We build the schoolhouses. We build the the, the the factories, the stadiums, the courthouses, those educational edu- institutions. So I can't say enough about it, obviously, there, Justin. I feel the same way. Uh, big firm believer. And I, I, like I said, I uh, I spent my college career, you know, working in the trade. So I kind of actually, a uh, funny little story, I actually almost did not go back my final year. I was going to do concrete. Um, and then my back went out. And I realized, I'm like, okay, maybe the trade's not for, meant for me. And I ended up finishing my degree, but I got blessed the fact that I was able to uh, work in an industry that focuses on what I love, construction. And, and, and full disclosure, I learned a great trade. So like right now, I've saved myself thousands of dollars over the years by doing a lot of things myself um, from the skill set I've learned from uh, these the different from the crafts. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, and having that ability, that skill set to work around the house, work around friends' places. No, I don't want to work around friends' places anymore. Just, <laughs> I have a hard enough time keeping up my own house. So Milwaukee's embrace of the apprenticeships, the uh, apprentices, has sort of manifested itself into something called the GRID program, G-R-I-D program. What can you tell us about the GRID program? So the grid program is just basically one more touch point for us with the apprentice. So uh, the apprentices sign up. They're going to get communications from us about new product launches, um, promotions we have coming. So we have we do a promotional blitz once in a while. So it's, it goes right to that apprentice saying, hey, you know, buy XYZ, get this for free, um, things of that nature. Um, and it just keeps them in the loop on what's going on with Milwaukee. So it's it's really just another touch point for them to, to stay in loop and to, and to get that information before they read it online. And it's just a it's a it's a good way to have that interaction with them. So for an apprentice, they just simply have to Google Grid Program and and uh, or go straight to Milwaukee Tools. MilwaukeeTool.com. To- yep. Yes, sir. Most of the local training centers have a um, uh, contact there they can work with too to help navigate them through that. 
Yeah, for sure. I've noticed the training center where I work at, we've definitely started embracing those banners and uh, posters. And and again, having the uh, generous support of Milwaukee Tools, having the actual tools in our apprentices' hands makes a, a big difference. So the future of Milwaukee Tools, you know, we talk about innovation and I know there's some things that are proprietary and you're probably not at liberty to talk about, but what <laughs> what do you see the next step is? It is, is it going to be an innovation, a longer lasting battery? Is there going to be something, uh, a market that maybe is, is untapped? tapped yet. I, I do know that I have two Milwaukee yard tools. I've got a great weed eater and <laughs> yep. uh, and a leaf blower, both cordless. And man, those things are just incredibly powerful and long lasting. But what, what other industries or what other innovations do you think uh, Milwaukee is going to be in for the next hundred years? I think you're going to see a lot more coming from us when it comes to that MX platform. So um, more, you know, gas operated uh, equipment style stuff. I mean, there's no end to what we're going to do with this. Um, with those batteries and the performance. So I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. You know, and they, they, they give me a, a glimpse of what six months out usually looks like to a year. Um, and some of the things I've seen, just this it just makes me smile because I know it's going to change the industry and it's, it's going to change it for the better. Um, at the end of the day, I mean, we see like the automotive industry switching towards electric vehicles. And so a lot of these, these plants are being built right now to make these batteries for these electric vehicles. And uh, they want the same thing. They want a cleaner jobs a cleaner um, environment so they're going to the emission free with the with the mx line and it's it's been great for us uh, i also know that uh, milwaukee is not just singular uh, milwaukee has some other companies under their corporate umbrella is empire levels one of those justin yes sir so we own uh, empire levels um and we also own stiletto which is like that uh this framing hammer um we also have some uh layout with that as far as like uh, pry bars and such nature but uh, Milwaukee is, and then the, on the Empire, we have the um, speed squares, we have the uh, uh, caution tape and things of that nature. But Milwaukee is like, in our in our, our portfolio, we have a lot of these products. It's just some of these things we do have, like I said, in the Empire lineup with the, the tape and things of that nature. Sure. And that's, that's all made right here in Wisconsin, actually, by the way. I've, I've toured the facility up there. We actually are, uh, <clears throat> in that same plan, we're making a lot of the Empire tools. We've actually bought uh, production here for our helmets. You know, the big thing right now on job sites is going to that class two or class one climbing style helmet because of side impacts. You know, a, a hard hat on a, on a guy falls off and they're still going to have side impact. And um, these helmets are helping to change that. And so we've done is we brought that back here in-house into Wisconsin, um, able to fully customize these helmets and get them put out in, in two to three weeks. And is that under the Milwaukee yes. brand as well? That's okay. Milwaukee. That's 100% Milwaukee. Um, same thing with vests, customization up there as well. So we're doing a lot of stuff here um, in our home state. And it's it's I've seen the production on these things, and it's pretty impressive. The helmets themselves, you know, it's 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 going to – it's a lot of guys have adapted, adopted it on site because of the safety. And it's oh, it's going to get there, and it has to because at the end of the day, like um, the, side, the side impacts, you know, guys falling, hitting the side, it's a big issue. Um, and so we need to see that – you know, with a safer, safer future for the projects for these job sites. Yeah. Safer for the, for the folks doing the work. And, uh, uh, obviously it's going to cut down on the liability for, uh, for the contractors, for the customers and, and again, emerging trends, just like the innovation and in tools. We have, uh, yes. had some pretty significant cultural shifts towards safety in the building trades and everybody wants to go home to the, to the family at the end of the day as, as good a shape or better than, than when it's, they showed up that morning. So, uh, Justin, this has been a fantastic conversation. If people are interested in finding out more about Milwaukee Tools or perhaps the Grid uh, Grid program, again, if you're an apprentice listening, where would they go to? 
Uh, go to MilwaukeeTools.com. Um, and then also, too, uh, with their local, depending on what training center they're at, um, reach out to find out who your local representation is. We have training center reps who work uh, throughout the United States as well as my local GC team. So they can work with one of them as well to help navigate through that. All right. Well, Justin Ross, thank you so much for taking your time to be on the show today. It's been a real pleasure. I appreciate it, sir. Thanks for having us. I guess today has been Justin Ross from Milwaukee Tools. For more information to help you dive deeper into the subject, be sure to check out the show notes for this episode or visit the Grit Nation podcast website at gritnationpodcast.com. As always, thanks for listening. And until next time, this is Joe Cadwell reminding you to work safe, work smart, and stay union strong. Yeah, I I only became aware that you guys had uh, Empire levels because I I went to um, shop the other day and I'm like, that's made in the USA. That might be a good story. I should talk to the Empire level guys. And the more I dug, I'm like, well, wait a minute. I'm talking to Justin next week.